You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Thank you for... I'm good. Thank you for joining us on our Divorce liter- Literacy interview series. Um, just for everybody to know, this is Rosemary Ferranti. Rosemary is a family law attorney, um, been practice- practicing exclusively family law for 25 years, um, and your focus is non-adversarial processes of uh, mediation and collaborative divorce. Um, you are the vice president, at least for now, of the Connecticut Council on Non-Adversarial Divorce. You are a member of the Academy of Professional Family Mediators and the uh, IACP, the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals, a founding chapter leader of the National Association of Divorce Professionals, and you also founded Divorce Resource Connecticut um, to provide education and awareness and support for those contemplating divorce. I know you and Hollis, uh, someone that we interviewed a few a few episodes ago, uh, are very involved in in. Uh, do a lot of education for women specifically in the divorce space. So thank you very much, Rosemary Ferranti, for joining us today. So honored to have you. Thank you, Mark. So nice to be here. Great. I'm going to jump right into a few questions, if you don't mind. Um, We know that divorce is very unique for everybody going through it. Um, If you could change any one thing or give some people, uh, someone some advice about the process and going down this path, what would that be? That's such a good question. So I think that many people think of divorce and they think of lawyers and they think they need to run to the lawyer's office. And I think that um, it's a highly emotional time. And I'd really encourage people to take a deep breath before running to the lawyer's office. Now, it's not a bad idea to get some legal advice, but I I would love for people, and, and part of what Hollis and I do, and you'd mentioned we do these workshops, is really to provide people with some information of things to consider. And in every divorce, there's three main areas. There's the emotional piece, the financial piece, and the legal piece. And there really needs to be prep work in each of those areas. And so while some people do choose to litigate and go to the lawyer's office and start a divorce action with the court, it's really a good idea to think about what kind of divorce process do you want for your family? How do you want to restructure your family through this process and really get some good information about what your options are? Because litigation is one and there's also options that don't require court's assistance and involvement from the beginning. And that's mediation and collaborative divorce. And that's what you focus primarily on. I do. Yes. Yeah. If someone is interested in in learning more about the process and and speaking with a, a divorce professional like yourself, how do you recommend they go about finding somebody? What are they looking for? So for someone for if you're looking for an attorney and you want to consider collaborative divorce and or mediation as options, the Connecticut Council for Non-Adversarial Divorce is a great resource. We're the statewide nonprofit professional organization of mediators and collaborative divorce professionals. So you're going to find lawyers there who are well-trained in collaborative and mediation. But in addition, you're also going to find financial professionals such as yourself, 
and um, mental health professionals who can also be a part of your team. So considering not only the legal side, think about what kind of support you need to get through the process on the emotional side and, and on the financial side and really understand what all those roles are and can be. Um, if somebody is unsure whether they should reach out to an attorney or a mental health professional or financial professional first, do you recommend that they meet with one particular one first or does it make a difference? How, how do you kind of yeah, uh, advise you know, people on that? Interesting question because everyone's in a different place. Everyone's divorce trajectory is different. And so some people might be in marriage counseling with their spouse and realize this is where it's headed, and maybe their marriage counselor provides them some information. You can always meet with um, a mediator who's an attorney who might meet with both spouses. I do that. And so in doing that, both spouses are getting the same information at the same time. And I explain mediation and collaborative and litigation, because as a as spouses, you need to decide together which process makes the most sense for your family. So, you know, some people do start with reaching out to uh, a legal professional who does practice mediation and collaborative divorce. Um, some people start with their, again, their mental health professional, and maybe they're exploring different ways that he or she can help them in those first initial steps. And many times the financial people are the first to hear about it. Right. So, you know, really understanding and, and doing research, uh, CCND's website has a lot of information on mediation and collab. And so that's always a good place to start. That's gooddivorcect.com. Um, but most states do have organizations of mediation and collaborative professionals where you can get information on what are those processes? Is that going to make sense for me? And then talking to different professionals who can lead you in the right direction of where to find those professionals who are best suited for those types of matters. Very good. Thank you for that. Um, how much of a role does personality and connection between the mediator or collaborative professional and the couple uh, make a difference? Is that something that is important? I think so, for sure. You know, and both spouses need to be comfortable with the team. And so in a mediation, you're working with the mediator um, the majority of the time. And the mediator, if an attorney such as myself, can't give advice. So now you each can have your own counsel to speak to. That counsel should, should support the mediation process. But that's somebody that you need to click with on your own, whereas the mediator you both have to be comfortable with. And in a, collabor in a collaborative divorce, by the way, the whole team matters. And yeah. so both spouses should feel very comfortable with each member of the team and have a voice in choosing that team. And is every attorney a collaborative professional or a mediator? Are they equipped for that, um, even if they're, you know, quote unquote, divorce attorneys? Yeah. So that's a great question. And the answer is no. So all all attorneys have the same qualifications just in terms of practicing, passing the bar, being in good standing. But to be a mediator, you have to do specific training. And to be a collaborative attorney, you have to do specific training. And so attorneys' websites are a good source of information, but really until you meet with people, do you yeah. get their vibe? Do you get like, are they speaking my language? Are they, you know, speaking in words that soothe me and make me feel like this is the person I want to work with? Excellent. I like that. 
Um, you've probably worked on thousands of cases and probably have some that are really meaningful to you for various reasons. Um, any that you might want to share with us, or if you don't want to speak about any case specifically, maybe you want to talk about the emotional journey and how that affects the clients throughout the process. Yeah, so I always think of one one particular case, um, and I'll I'll share that, and then I'll kind of go circle back to the evolution of people's emotions through the process. I have one particular case in mind where the people were just so lovely, and they came to me during COVID, um, and there was a lot of financial complexity, and so their divorce took an enormous amount of time and an enormous amount of work on their part. Um, but they just treated each other with such respect and kindness. And when we got to the end and the day of signing, we got together. She was at the time living uh, outside of the country and she had come in and we got together for signing. They invited me to dinner afterwards. He brought champagne and they just reminisced about their life together. And allowing me to be a part of that was just so amazing unusual, you know, so that that's a big standout. When I share that, though, I don't ever want to give the impression that they're all that way. Right. Divorce is hard. <laughs> and so while mediation and collaborative can make the process more smooth, um, it's still difficult. There's still difficult conversations. And so very often people come to the beginning stages scared. There's fear. There's the unknown. And in working with the right team, again, whether it's mediation or collaborative, but having the support on the financial side and the emotional side and the legal side, you you start to see people relax. The more information they have, the better educated they are, the more comfortable they are and confident in their decisions. And that's a really nice thing to witness through this process. So by the time people get to signing, not all of them are drinking champagne together, <laughs> but most at least are doing it with a sense of, we did this and we An did accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. It must be very rewarding. I love to hear all the really positive, uh, positive outcome stories. Uh, everybody seems to, to gravitate towards those because those yeah. are the most rewarding, I'm sure. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Um, we're going to share your contact information for those of you listening uh, who want to get in touch with you. Um, but how do you prefer people get in touch with you? Is it a phone call, email, any preference? Uh, you know, probably email because I do schedule consults, people, it's hard to catch me on the phone, but everything through my website, there's a contact sheet, my phone number there as well. My website is divorcemediationct.com. And so lots of information there and ways to reach me. And if they want to sign up for those, those educational classes that you offer, is that the same spot? It actually, great, great point. There's a link but our website is divorceresourcect.com. We just had a fabulous workshop in January. We're in the midst of planning our next one. And so those are always fun. Yeah, they sound like they're a lot of fun. I think Kala said you had 20 something people show up or we was did. that number correct? That's... And we've got to get back to you. You were supposed to be one of our speakers. <laughs> you, just let me, you just let me know. Excellent. Um, any last minute final thoughts you'd like to share with uh, with our audience? You know, no, I'm so glad you're doing this. Awareness, education is so important. Um, people who are contemplating divorce, you know, get your ducks in a row, get your strength together, get some information. You got this. Be be good to yourself. Be gentle on yourself and um, get a good team around you and you can get through this. 
and there's a lot of people like yourself that are out there to help them out. So okay. Rosemary Ferranti, thank you very much for joining me today. I do appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. It was fun. Have a good day. You too. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.